Over the last year, thousands of sexual abuse survivors came forward in New York State and filed lawsuits against their abusers. That's because of the state's Adult Survivors Act, which opened a one-year legal window for victims to file claims in court, even if the alleged incidents occurred years or decades ago. During that year-long window, which ends tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day, many high-profile people, politicians, musicians, actors, were accused, including a recent suit against New York Senator Kevin Parker. That's today's Story of the Day. Support for Story of the Day comes from Long Run Wealth, an SEC-registered investment advisor in Lake Placid, providing comprehensive wealth management, retirement, and financial planning solutions. LongRunWealth.com. Hi, I'm Amy Fireisel. It's Wednesday, November 22nd. First up, Congress has voted to extend the 2018 Farm Bill through next September. As Catherine Wheeler reports, that extension means that critical programs for North Country dairy farmers will remain, for now. Senator Chuck Schumer says without a Farm Bill extension, dairy farmers in New York could have lost monthly federal payments at the end of the year. The Dairy Margin Coverage Program covers farmers when the price they're paid for their milk falls below the costs to produce it. The dairy industry is the largest part of the state's agriculture sector, and St. Lawrence County is the third largest milk-producing county in New York. With the new extension, federal lawmakers have about 10 months to come together to make a new farm bill. The legislation is critical to the country's food and ag systems. It funds nutrition programs for people on low incomes and pays for crop insurance, land conservation, and training for farmers. Politico reports finding more money to increase spending on commodity support programs is one of the major issues holding up lawmakers. Catherine Wheeler, North Country Public Radio. A Lafargeville woman has been arrested and charged with two counts of criminally negligent homicide after she crashed into an Amish buggy in September, killing two Amish children. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office says Charlene Kring was driving a pickup truck when she hit the buggy from behind in the town of Alexandria. The Sheriff's Office says distracted driving and speed were factors in the accident. Two adults and four children were in the buggy. A one-year-old and three-year-old died, while the other children and parents were treated for injuries at Upstate Medical in Syracuse. Kring will be arraigned in a Jefferson County court next month. A one-year window to file lawsuits against alleged sexual abusers under the state's Adult Survivors Act closes tomorrow. As Karen DeWitt reports, the law allowed thousands of survivors to come forward and has raised questions about how long the statute of limitations should be for sexual harassment and assault. The Adult Survivors Act opened a one-year legal window for people who were victims of sexual harassment or assault to file a claim in court, even if the alleged incidents occurred years or even decades ago. That window closes on Thanksgiving Day. The Assembly sponsor of the bill, Linda Rosenthal, says in that time nearly 3,000 claims have been filed. Among those are one against former President Donald Trump, where a jury found Trump liable for sexually abusing writer E.G. Jean Carroll and awarded her $5 million. Suits were also filed against hip-hop mogul Sean Diddy Coombs. He settled for an undisclosed sum one day after the rape allegations were made. And the actor Bill Cosby, whose accuser says he raped her over 50 years ago. Cosby has been accused by multiple women and he had previously been convicted of sexual assault, but that was later overturned. In addition, class action lawsuits were filed by hundreds of women who say they were sexually 
abused in New York's prisons. That is what I think is one of the best things about this law is that it empowers people who were um, who were muted, who were not allowed to pursue any kind of justice in the courts. And I think, you know, it, it, it helps those who file. It also helps those who can't get to file because they see that society's listening to them, that they hear them, that it's not like in the past where people who were abused were told, shut up, I will ruin you if you say anything. In the final days of the one-year window, a lawsuit was filed against a state senator, Kevin Parker. The woman alleges that Parker raped her in her Brooklyn apartment in 2004 when she was helping him coordinate a relief effort for Haitian flood victims. Parker has a history of anger issues, including charges of assault against a traffic cop. They were later dropped when he agreed to take anger management classes. Parker hasn't commented on the charges. Rosenthal said Says, as in all of the lawsuits filed, the alleged abuser is still innocent until proven guilty. Allegations are just that. However, it's very serious when someone accuses someone of something so devastating as rape. But it has to be proven, and Senator Parker will have his day in court. Governor Kathy Hochul, who signed the Adult Survivors Act into law, calls the accusations against Parker shocking, but agrees that nothing's proven yet. We'll let that play out right now. It's extremely disturbing. And as the information unfolds, uh, I may have a strong opinion on that. But right now, I just want to see what else is out there. Let's let this unfold a little bit. A spokesman for Senate leader Andrea Stewart-Cousins also called the allegations extremely disturbing and says the Senate leader will be monitoring the situation and taking appropriate action as necessary. Assemblywoman Rosenthal says she's not ruling out a bill to open another one-year window look back when the legislative session resumes in January. In 2019, New York extended the statute of limitations to 20 years for adults filing civil lawsuits in cases of alleged sex crimes. Rosenthal says perhaps those limits need to be lifted altogether. The statutes of limitations are based on antiquated uh, views on certain crimes and also written mostly by men. She says in cases of sexual abuse, it can be decades before someone is ready to come forward with an accusation. In Albany, I'm Karen DeWitt. Finally, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and while inflation is up, the cost of an average Thanksgiving dinner is down by about 5% from last year. That's according to the American Farm Bureau Federation. There are lots of factors to thank for that slight dip in cost. WRVO's Jessica Kane breaks down the nickels and dimes of your grocery bill. When you preheat the oven to cook your turkey, you can give thanks that cases of avian flu are falling. The American Farm Bureau Federation says that's the main reason turkey prices are an average of 5.6% lower than last year. But Syracuse University professor of supply chain practice Patrick Penfield says some popular sides like sweet potatoes and dinner rolls are on the rise. The side dishes, a lot of it has to do with labor costs in addition to food production costs. And if you're planning to bake, because what's Thanksgiving dinner without pie, Penfield says expect to spend a little bit more. Sugar prices have gone up, so about 9%. So that, that's going to impact it. Um, your spices, uh, anything that you need uh, for you know your condiments, your seasonings, 
you know, that's gone up another 5.6%. Penfield says to save money, think about menu substitutions like fresh green beans instead of canned and spend some time comparing prices. It's all about competition. If you look at the name brands, you know, those prices still go up. But if you look at the generics, you know, the store brands, a lot of times you can get a better deal, you know, if, if you it look, you know, if you shop and, and try to find that. And also keep an eye out for shrinkflation. Penfield says some products might seem to be less expensive, but they're actually smaller amounts or smaller packages than they were before. In Syracuse, I'm Jessica Kane for North Country Public Radio. You can find more news, conversation, and storytelling at any time at ncpr.org. You can also find our podcasts there, from Northern Light to The Howl. We won't be airing Northern Light or Story of the Day on Thursday or Friday, but we'll be back on Monday as usual. Music today was by Steve Hamilton in Potsdam and Adrian Carr in Plattsburgh. They are both part of NCPR's Underscore Project, which collects the music of local North Country musicians. We use that music in places like Story of the Day, Northern Light, and every hour during programming breaks. Check out all those artists at ncpr.org underscore. I'm Amy Feierizel, North Country Public Radio.